Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Good morning, everybody, uneducated economist here. So I'm back from the Rebel Capitalist Live event that was in Miami, Florida. Uh, first time to Miami, that was a trip. Never been to Miami before. And it's amazing, like, the difference between, like, Miami and Astoria. Miami is so fast-paced and so, like, I don't know how else to put it, but, like, outrageous. Like, to me, it's, like, all the beautiful people, all the beautiful stuff, all the fancy, like, everything was just, like, to me, it was, like, overwhelming. I was like, holy moly, this place is, like, high speed. Astoria is, like, slow. You know, it's, like, slow-paced here. Um, anyway, major takeaways from the Rebel Capitalist Live event. I ha I would have to say, like, the first day was all about, like, preparing and being prepared for, you know, for pretty much the unknown. I mean, that's really where you're where you have to go. You don't know if we're going to have like a major economic collapse. You don't know if there's going to be food shortages. You don't know what it is that is going to happen in the future. And you need to kind of prepare for all things. And that's really where I think like the, the speakers were trying to encourage the audience to get prepared in, in any way that you can. Um, you know, a lot of these guys there, you know, they're setting up land, setting up farms, setting up like, you know, making sure that they got their food supply for themselves and maybe the people around them. And one of the things that, like, I don't think they, like, a lot of the speakers didn't touch on in what I feel is probably one of the better prepping ideas. And it's such a, because, like, you know, a lot of times if you have, like, an abundance and you can you can kind of provide yourself with a lot of abundance, like, setting, like, not everybody's going to be able to buy property and set up a farm and, you know, set up solar and all the other stuff that goes with it. A lot of people that just aren't going to be able to do do something like that. But there is plenty of things that you can do as an individual to prepare for the, the unknown. And like I said, right now, for me, it's securing your food. That's going to be like a major issue. I mean, you can do without a lot of stuff. Like there's a lot of conveniences out there that you can give up, but you can't give up food. It's the number one thing in your life, that food and water and some shelter. So... I like, I was listening hard, you know, I was just like, okay, I'm listening to all these speakers and I was waiting for one of them to talk about canning and nobody talked about canning food. And so I feel, I feel that that is something that is not still not quite into the people's mind as far as prepping goes is to know how to can food, get lids and rings and jars and learn to can. I mean, that's going to be a, a beneficial skill going into the future because you can like people have said well i'll just like if i need to eat i'll just shoot a deer right well then you can eat for one day and the rest of the deer gets wasted because you can't preserve it but if you know how to can can food and, and preserve it you can can anything it doesn't matter if it's meat fruit vegetables it doesn't matter what it is if it's a consumable item you can pretty much can it and you can survive off of that for years if you if you're able to if you're able to do it properly. So that's like my major takeaway is that these guys were saying you need to get prepared for the unknown coming into the future. But that's one thing I don't, I didn't see them touching on was being able to preserve your food. And that is going to be a major skill going into the future. So, so learn to do that and get up on, you know, get yourself the, uh, 
the canning supplies and you're you're even if I'm wrong, you know, it's a fun hobby. You know, you can it's just a fun hobby to, to can your own food. Um, you know, it's it used to be something back in the day that was just the norm, like everybody did it. You know, it wasn't like anything special to can to can food. But now it's like this kind of artist artisan thing or something. I don't know what's what it's all about, but like here in my area, canning food is like everybody does it. So it's not like uncommon around me. Um, the other takeaway, uh, the second day has some great speakers, Steve M. Meter, Brent Johnson, Jeff Snyder. I mean, these guys were just incredible. And I have to say, Jeff Snyder blew the audience away with his presentation. I mean, just blew them away. And if there was one thing that I can say that I got from Jeff Snyder, even though he, like he even said to him and Brent Johnson, they don't like the what they found like with their research it's not like they are like saying this is like so exciting and happy and good times coming ahead they're not like you know trying to say that their view is somehow like glory days coming into the future what they are saying is is like you need to prepare because there is some serious issues coming into the future and a lot of it is going to do with a stronger dollar and that's really where I don't think a lot of people are quite prepared because everybody has this inflation hyperinflation scenario coming to the future and when you listen to Jeff Snyder's presentation you would really be second guessing what's going to be coming because there is going to be a major collapse of the euro dollar outside of the United States and the demand for dollars is going to skyrocket. I really encourage everybody to go and research Jeff Snyder and go and look at some of the things that he is saying. Go listen to some of the more recent videos that he is doing as far as interviews go. And I'm sure you're you're gonna you're gonna start looking at things a lot differently. He is definitely one to put into your you know, into your research, into the into the list of people that you are listening to. So I recommend Jeff Snyder immensely. Um let me uh, leave some links for you guys. I want to leave. I got to go into work here real soon, but um, I wanted to leave some links for you guys down in the uh, description. You'll find them. One of them is talking about a very incredible situation that is now coming to some of these retailers. So these retailers are overstocked. We know this. We've been. I said it a while ago that we are going to find a time when there is going to be a flood of material coming into this into this country. And what I mean by materials, I mean stuff like TVs, clothing dishes, you know, anything that was like manufactured outside of the country and shipped in here, we are going to find like incredibly oversupplied of this stuff and the prices are going to come down. And in fact, they're already coming down and to a point that is something that I didn't think was going to happen. But look at the article. Places like Target and Walmart, they don't want to take the returns back. So you can imagine like somebody bringing back like a TV and Walmart saying, you know what? We don't want to take this thing back. Like we already have a crap load of TVs that we're not going to be able to sell. And we're certainly not going to be able to sell one that has been out of the box and put back into it. Like who's going to buy this TV when I got a whole bunch of them for sale over here. But you want to return it. How about this? Just keep the TV and here's your money back. Right? Can you imagine that? Like how deflationary is that? Not only do you get to keep, like you get the product for free. Just here, just take it. It's yours. You can keep it. That is incredible. Like I didn't think something like that would happen. I can imagine like saying, okay, well, there'll be restock fees or something like that. You only get 50% back of what you're, of what you're, you know, trying to return. But no, they're giving you 100% back 
and letting you keep the product as well. And I can only imagine that this is going to lead to some serious fraud. I mean, people are going to like go and buy stuff and try to return it and keep the product in the money. I mean, this is the, if that's not a deflationary issue coming into the future, I don't know what is right. So that's, that's one. And the other thing, go and look at the other article. There is so much stuff in this country now that it has completely clogged the railways, the trucking, the warehouses, the retail, everything is locked up. And now like truckers are having an issue, not because like there isn't stuff to move. It's because there's no place to move it to. That is like a flooded system that is completely oversupplied. And now the whole thing is clogged up and it can't function. It can't move. And we are going to find where people, I mean, you think about it. What is the easiest way to get stuff out of the, out of the supply and into the homes? You drop the price. Deflationary spiral is about ready to hit us. And it's going to be temporary. And the problem with this being temporary is that as, as long as there is an oversupply of stuff, manufacturers aren't ramping up supply, right? So they are going into a slowdown. Chinese manufacturing is slowing down because nobody's going to be ordering stuff when you have an oversupply. Once that oversupply diminishes, there's nothing coming in. And that is really where the supply chain shock is going to really, really get to people because they're not going to be prepared for nothing coming into this country. And when I say nothing, I don't mean nothing because there will be something coming in, but it's going to be such a diminished amount that the real, real shortages will be happening. Not only you're not going to have food because the food prices are going to be so expensive, but then there's not going to be anything to buy because China's not going to be sending a bunch of stuff into an oversupplied country or they're not manufacturing right now to supply an oversupplied country. I'm not sure if I'm saying all that right. Yeah, you guys get it. Uneducated economists, you let me know.